Let's try to keep the achy, breaky heart jokes to a minimum here, folks. This is Radical Jack on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! Stinks. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. No, that's my job. I am taking over the intro. Oh my god, <clears throat> and you sound like hell. <clears throat> I might I might still be fighting off something. Oh, I'm fighting something off. A killer fucking hangover. Yeah. Oh god, me too. <laughs> a gallon of fireball. What the fuck did you guys drink a gallon of fireball for? That's Happy birthday to my mom. Yeah, it's, that's fine. You, that, you, you sparingly drink that. That's fine sipping whiskey, <laughs> according to some podcasters out there. Right. Uh, holy hell, that was nothing <laughs> sipping about that whiskey last night. Uh, speaking of podcasts, this is a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. Movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin. With me in the studio are Sam and Jackie. Uh, we were supposed to drink... Jack Daniels while watching Radical Jack, but instead we all got too drunk last, last night. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it again. No, we were gonna do it last night, but then the birthday, and then I had to play D and D. So yeah, <laughs> you you had a hot date with some dungeons and some dragons, some gnomes and some skeletons in a dungeon. Uh, yeah. Before we get going too far, uh, I want to say email us talk at stinkermanus.com. Follow us on Facebook. Facebook forward slash Stinger Madness and Twitter forward slash Stinger Madness. Uh, also, uh, subscri- support us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stinger Madness uh, to help us out uh, there. And also call us and leave us a voicemail. Go to our website, www.stinkermadness.com and click the phone icon and feel free to tell us your bank account and routing that information. That seems odd. I don't know. Or just tell us our business. Oh, don't. Yeah, we're a Nigerian prince. Yeah. We are stranded in the United States you... and are in need of funds. Yep, send us a cashier's check for 25K. And then we'll give you millions after that, I think. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, lead you to the secret treasure of the uh, Sierra Madre, and uh, there you will also find uh, Jimmy Hoffa's body and who killed JFK. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh, conspiracies, uh-huh. you know, we don't really I address- I you say Geraldo. Uh, no, say there's Geraldo. no Geraldo in, involved with this Damn. one specifically. And I know that we've been ignoring the flat earthers because that's just sort of what you do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But this isn't related specifically to the show. I just was able to come up with some definitive evidence that the earth isn't flat. Okay. If it was, we would have thrown Billy Ray Cyrus off the fucking side by now. What are you talking about? Take it, Flat Earthers. Truth. He's he's still a very handsome man. What? He is radical. Yeah, he's radical. Okay, Radically so handsome. You would you would save me from throwing Billy Ray Cyrus or save Billy Ray from me throwing him off the side of the earth? Couldn't you just take his daughter? Uh, She's funny sometimes. Sometimes. I am f- I'm going to save him, Sam. You're going to save, save him? him? Yeah, oh. because I want Radical Jack 2 to be a thing. 
I need Radical Jack too. He's actually in a show right now. He's starring as himself. That's not as fun. No, it's just a characterized version of a washed up country music star. Like, I want Radical Jack 2 slash Stone Cold 2. So Bosworth, Brian Bosworth, and uh, Billy Ray team up to We're, take down... Uh, who, would, who would we want the villain to be? Neil Breen? No. <laughs> no, Lyle Lovelet. Lyle Lovelet? Lyle Lovelet. Lovelet. Yeah. And... and her, uh, his, Don't bring talented people into this. His uh, Julia Roberts too. Yeah. That'd be fun if they were actually. Like, if it was just Julia Roberts's teeth. Oh, and Eric Roberts is like the right hand man. Ah, no, that's a good bad guy for those two. Is yeah. Eric Roberts? Yeah, he would probably win though. Right, he probably would because of his action. <laughs> My sister Julia. Huh? I thought his acting was fine. Uh, no, no, we're talking about Eric Roberts and his action. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah, that he's guy. Not action, much of an action man. Yeah, his action running is something else. Uh, yeah, so Radical Jack from 2000, starring Billy Ray Cyrus and Dee Dee Pfeiffer and Buck Flowers. Yep, George Buck Flower, uh, Noah Blake making his second appearance. Uh, what was his first? Teen Witch. Oh, bro. oh he's He's the... Rat. He's not the dude. He's one of the other side dudes. Oh, he's okay. like, because all the cool, cool guys need a popular girl. He's that guy. Yeah. So I'm going to smell like cool water when I grow up. <laughs> yes. Crotch to neck, cool water on him. Uh-huh. And tall pants. Tall and pants. tall pants. Pleated Not as tall talkers. as, you know, Billy Ray tucks in his shirt so that we can't see that he pulls his pants halfway up to his armpits. He gets later Is on that- in the pajamas. They were, they were seven to ten inches above his waist. Is that like to make his butt look hot or something? Why, 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 why would you do that? I don't understand. Uh, his mullet is seriously powerful. It's the gold standard for mullets. It's I would say totally. that. Yeah, absolutely. It was feathered really nice. It, it had the right amount of body and curl. Did you, was so it was like Aquanet, right? That there was like an Aquanet that you could use that it didn't look like you had hairspray in, but it was still like your shit was under lockdown. Because he was not, his hair wasn't moving when he was driving a Jeep. Right. But it didn't look greasy. No. It looked like it was very... It looked like free hair, but it was under lockdown. This is the mullet that Chuck Norris had aspired to his whole life yeah. and was never able it's, to complete. I think what it is is that this mullet is sort of like Norris's beard is the gold standard. Yeah, there you go. And this is the gold standard for mullets. Yeah. Like everyone that wants a mullet wants it to be this one. Uh, did you uh, dig any, anything up on Radical Jack? I did a little bit. There's not a lot to find, but... Uh, the main producer, uh, David Giancola, he does shitty movies. Okay. Uh, Time Chasers sure. and Icebreaker with uh, oh, yeah, yeah, Samwise. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, one of them. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell. And Stacy Keach. And <laughs> no more birthdays. <laughs> so it's that guy is the sort of <coughs> defining force on this thing. And this is one of his earlier films. And so what he did to. Like, make sure this thing's a slam dunk is he uh, brings in an Emmy Award-winning TV producer mm-hmm. uh, to write and direct, James, James Allen Bradley. Okay. Uh, would you venture to guess what he, sort of television he came from? ER. He was the main producer for the launch of Better Homes and Gardens, the TV show. Whoa. Won an Emmy for it. Not really... 
the same. <laughs> when, you know, when I watched this, the, this time around, though, knowing that, I was like, this seems like an action movie directed by someone who knows a lot about gardening. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, wow. That's something else. <laughs> this yeah. Is this Yeah. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> well done, yeah. That's that's about it on the Radical Jack as far as there's no numbers because it was right. direct-to-video. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it is also Billy Ray's first star vehicle. What about Dee Dee? What's, uh, you, uh, she's been around. Dee Dee very often. She doesn't. Well, one of the things, you know what she's most famous for? Being Michelle Pfeiffer's sister? Uh, no, Playboy twice. Oh. Yes. Yeah, really? I, I think she, was, she might have been. No, she was never PM, uh, Playmate of the Year, but she did Centerfold twice. Okay. And uh, I can drum from memory. I don't understand why there's boobs in this movies and hers aren't because they're in they're every in the, other movie. She gets some pretty good side boob in there. Uh, Does she have bolt ons, do you think? I don't know. Probably. Who's to say? Because her sister's not busty. No. But. I don't know if they're actually. I think she might be half. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm, that's a wild guess. Who's to say? She's a halfling. She's a halfling? halfling. She's not very tall. No, she is not. She tall wears like elevator shoes and is still barely able to see over the, a, like a chest of drawers. Uh, she do any. Uh, she have any success anywhere other than Playboy? Movies. She usually got side characters in movies prior to this. Mm-hmm. Never really any leads. Her leads are in shit like this. Ah, okay. Mm. All right. Movies directed by Home and Garden. And then uh, special guest star in every fucking episode of every fucking, or every TV show imaginable. She's yeah. guest starred in, so. Bonanza. Oh, yeah. Not, well, she wouldn't have been old enough for that. Yeah, no, oh. she was uh, She was the main villain in Bonanza, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> And Gunsmoke. Like, it was a team-up. Like uh, Fact-checking. Bonanza. If she was the main villain in Bonanza, little Joe would have uh, rubbed himself raw. <laughs> wow. Uh, more Thanks. jack-off jokes. Yep, there you Thanks, go. Thanks, Tiki Barber. Well, you know. That's not a Tiki Barber fact. Little Joe would have jacked off to uh, DD no. Piper, no problem. <laughs> oh, my God. Never mind. <laughs> oh, that she's the half-sister half, uh, instead of a full one? Maybe. That is a Tiki Barber fact. We're all lost. This podcast, making shit up as we go. Yeah. It's it's the Theories. hangover. I'm going to blame oh, the hangover. The movie that she did have a lead in before, though, mm-hmm. directly before this was to Helen back the Meatloaf movie. Meatloaf made a movie huh. that was like an unofficial third sequel to A Bat Out of Hell, right after A Bat Out of Hell 2, called Helen Back, made for TV, starring Meatloaf and Dee Dee Pfeiffer. I will watch any movie for this podcast. But I won't watch that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> had to be done. Uh, should we get into this? I don't see why not. Jackie, do you concur? I concur. Okay, we need concur. A... Hmm. <sighs> that's not good at that. No, that's really dumb. Uh, so, Jack, radical Jack. We start out open on him being essentially John Matrix. He's seriously tough. But he's seriously done with being a tough guy. Sure. He just wants to live a simple life and be depressed about uh, his past and his history and just go to the bar and get drunk every day. Just get shithoused. He yep. wants to be a biker. Yeah, and and biker, tough guy. He's just a tough guy. You know what is tough? Mm-hmm. A dream catcher tattoo. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you wasted zero time. No, it's in the first fucking shot of him. <laughs> He doesn't. He's he's ripped the sleeves off all of his shirts. Right. And he's got a barb, barbed wire tattoo on the other that's side. That's what Ooh. happens when you perfect your mullet to the standard that he has. You see yourself in the mirror and you go, yeah, and you just rip your sleeves off. 
every shirt you own. Barb wire, Dreamcatcher, yeah. I'm ready. Uh-huh. <laughs> Headband. Got to put a bandana on. Skull cap. Yeah. Yep. Tough. Uh, the feds come in. They're like, uh, hey, there's that radical Jack over there. Let's check. Let's check the album art of Aki Breaky Heart. <laughs> you have a single cover. God damn it. <laughs> it's even got the stars next to it. Yeah. And this is not the, the last time we will see this photo. No. Oh, my God. Seriously, guys. I guess you're getting directed by an HGTV type guy, so whatever. Well, this is before HGTV. Yeah, I guess that's true. 1996 Better Homes and Gardens. The show. The show. Emmy Award winning. <laughs> Mind you. Mind you. So they're like, hey, Radical Jack, we just need a moment of your time. And he's like, here, have a moment of my fist. Yeah. Like, are you Radical Jack? Punch. (laughs) (laughs) So he beats him up. And then he runs, question mark. Right. Onto his motorcycle and then rides away fast, question mark. Right. He just takes off, doesn't pay his bar tab. No. He's probably sauced. Oh, yeah. Uh, and takes them on a fucking getting chased by the federal government yep. chase. And he's... he should have known he was never going to escape, because I'm pretty sure this motorcycle is like a 250cc at best. Sure. Which is slow, maybe goes 50, 55 miles an hour. Which he I... doesn't get up to at all. <laughs> yeah, see, I think I think it's actually a 400, but it's too much for him. Right. He's a little, once he gets over 35, he gets a little worried about Whoa. it. He's like, I don't like how fast I'm going. Uh. That and I've had three mint juleps and I'm kind of <laughs> fucked up. He's a mint julep type guy. He's got a dream catcher tattoo. <laughs> but he's tough, I thought. He is super tough. The movie is What's telling not, us not that tough he's tough. about mint juleps? Um. They're a good summer drink. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. And I'm a woman. <laughs> What, what you that never had a mint julep? Mean, They're delicious. Well, obviously, these mint juleps are made for, you know, fashionable ladies. Or radical dudes. Radical dudes like myself who like a refreshing summer beverage, mojitos, say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's Those are good. That's a one-way ticket to throwing up right there. <laughs> <laughs> or Sam passing out in a lawn chair and me putting Cheez-Its on him yeah, that, so that the animals happened. will jump on him. That's one time happened. Uh, so they chase him into a rock quarry, which is kind of interesting. Chase. Yeah. Quote, right, unquote. Right, right. They, and he goes into this, like, quarry, or or quarry, and they've got the road blocked, uh-huh. and then the gate just automatically opens up for him. Right. Like, they opened the gate. Here you go, buddy. Come on yeah. in. Huh. Well, this isn't a trap, Radical Jack, the world's greatest secret agent. Uh-huh. Uh, as he's getting away, he, he rides by them at, what do you think, three, four miles an hour, <laughs> flipping them off? Yeah. Like, eat, eat this. Here's the bird, guys. Look how fast it. I'm going. Like, slow down there, Jack. You uh, might tip over. Don't tread on me, feds. You're going to tip over from lack of momentum. Me and the Nuge. We team up. Take down the man. Oh, wouldn't that be a power fucking... There's a super group. Damn sucky. (laughs) (laughs) Damn suckies. Shitty Yankees. Yeah. Fuck them. Oh. Uh, (laughs) I would listen to it, you know, just to see, though, if Nuge teamed up with Billy Ray Cyrus, that would be be something. I'm surprised it hasn't happened. So, anyways, they get him circled, and they're like, hey, we want you to come back and work for us. We got to have you take down Rick Cotty. Riotti. Riotti. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, take this down. Punch, punch, punch. He's like beating the shit out of these federal agent guys. So this has got to be the first time that you're also speaking of question marks. Radical Jack? Question mark? Because that's his code name. He punches the guy. Uh-huh. And then they they gather, they hold him back. They're able. Two guys are now easily able to detain Radical Jack. Right. And then they let him go, and he tries to punch him again, but they just grab him. And you're like, I don't know if this guy's radical. Uh, he's more like a loose cannon. He's um, more like Sloppy Jack. <laughs> loose, loose, yes. Cannon, I don't think so. Loose pulled pork sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Poached egg. Yeah, he's a loose he's, poached egg. He's he's uh, rolling towards the end of the table. You gotta stop him. He's a hot potato. Still a potato. Right. <laughs> so they talk him into it, I guess, and uh, he's on the case now. He's after this this gun runner named Riotti from uh-huh. South America that that we later find out uh, was responsible for his wife and daughter's. Getting blown up inside of a hotel? I uh, think they went to summer camp and some guns that he was supposed to sell to the Middle East got sold to someone that blew up his summer camp. Right. Uh, as explained by a nice uh, sepia tone flashback. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, anytime I'm going to go on a secret mission to sell arms to a potentially dangerous person, I am totally going to bring my entire family on a family vacation. Might as well. Hey, it's on the government's dime. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, they always wanted to go there. Kids. Some crappy motel in the middle of nowhere. Disneyland. Uh, Colorado in June is nice, provided you're not getting carpet bombed. (laughs) (laughs) So he's on the case. He's uh, pulling into this town where I guess he has like some foreknowledge about where Riotti's doing business at. I, I don't even know how he gets into this town. So there's a brief. Uh, briefing uh-huh. where he cleans up and puts on like a blazer and a, a button up white shirt and then doesn't do any of the buttons. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was nice looking. Like, mm, going to be so sexy. Let's see his other shirt underneath it. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, Billy Ray. <laughs> Come but on. He didn't have another shirt underneath he there. He did. He you was could see the flesh tones. Tank top. So you're three shirts on. You're saying that at this briefing, they he's say briefed on Boyd. Yes. Played by George Buck Flowers? Yeah. Okay. Who's a, who's a gun runner? Who's a gun dealer? Gun dealer. Broker, whatever you want to call him. In the town of hope. Right. Because I'm just going to spill this one out here. This thing is supposed to be one part Rambo, one part Roadhouse. Uh-huh. But somebody kind of had a hard on for uh, Fire Down Below with Steven Seagal. That is also And they happening. steal. So you get those three movies are mixed into this one. Without any of the good parts. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't even a throat rip in this one. <laughs> uh, so he's super tough. He's got uh, a renegade Jeep, and he's just like driving around being tough and shit. And uh, he, he pulls up to like the outside of a house and pans up to uh, a naked D.D. Pfeiffer who is getting dressed. Uh, some side boob there. It's kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, she's trying to dump Roland, who she's ha- having an affair with. He's supposed to be married, but you never, never see happens. any evidence of a life that would be able to exist if he was actually married. Right. It kind of looks like he lives with his dad. That's what it, it seems like he does. Yeah, seems he like lives me. with his dad. So let's 
address this right now. Do you think he's just lying and saying he's married so that he can like fuck off here yeah, and there? Fuck off here and there. I think that's what's happening. That could be. That could be. He's that type of scumbag. Yeah. Oh no, he's married, but she's in the basement. Oh, like she got fat and had to go to the basement because like, he's that kind of a douchebag. She lives under the stairs now. Yeah. Oh. And they slip bread underneath the door. Huh. huh. That's very mean. Because he's a bastard. And you sure. know that he would do this if he had a wife, like a real wife. And that's why we never see her. That's my theory anyway, is that she didn't get the right implants or she didn't get the right facial or she put on five pounds, which he considers fat. And he's like, that's it, bitch. Get underneath the stairs. Rosarita will give you some bread and water. Or she uh, she got bit by a zombie. And now oh. she is a zombie, and he can't quit her. Okay. He can't uh, put a bullet in her head or chop her head off. He's like, I still love you, but he's got her locked under the stairs, like you say, and he's only banging Dee Dee on the side uh, because he can't have sex with a zombie without uh, getting his wiener bit off. Sure. What if she's just like the one person that owns his shit? And she's like, fuck you, eat shit, and then just does her own thing. She's actually off doing, like, equestrian pursuits the entire oh, time. yes, yes. And he's like, I'm going to leave my wife honest, except for she will beat the fucking shit out of me. She spends all my money on this horse thing. I don't even know what it's... Dressage, what is that? Is it horse dancing? I don't even know. I mean, what kind of moron marries a woman called Radical Susan anyways? <laughs> Radical Susan? <laughs> Code it's actually name. Jack's sister. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be... Interesting. Isn't that my twist. brother-in-law? <laughs> it would have been awesome if she would have come back at the end of the movie and be like, you dumb son of a bitch. How am I going to get money for my horse dancing? Yeah. And she starts just beating the fuck out of him His in front of body, everybody. Right. Yeah. Uh, so back to Jack. Step one of this entire mission is to do his laundry. <laughs> yep. And we need to we need to flush this out here. Because sometimes this movie knows what it's doing. And sometimes it doesn't. Okay. And right now... It totally knows what it's doing because in this dryer, all denim. Not a single item that's not denim. All blue. Even his underwear is denim. Yes. Tough. Tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and he gets a job at the local bar as a bartender slash tough guy, uh, riffraff thrower outer. Slash and- mender of broken hearts. Unbuilt boxes with no entries. Right. Uh, he gets paid $6 an hour plus tips and uh, free room and board. In the year 2000. Not bad. Not bad, Radical Jack. Not bad. I think that's shit, because I think that minimum wage in 2000 was seven twenty-five. Yeah, but you didn't have to pay. Uh, if you get tips, you didn't have to get pay minimum wage. So six plus tips. I, I, was, a, I was a waiter in, uh, what, what was it, uh, 97, and uh, I got paid three twenty-five plus tips. That's high. Yeah. Didn't I thought didn't you work at the Trails End for a while? No. Oh, okay. I the people that did before it fell into the river got paid 125 plus some of their tips. Totally not relevant <laughs> to anybody listening right now. <laughs> yep, but I was just saying you could get fucked out there people. Watch yeah. out. Yep. No, Jack's making a good uh good living. This might pay better than uh being the top secret agent for the CIA. Day two, day one, uh, accomplished basically nothing. Uh, Clean laundry and uh, getting to see somebody get dressed in front of a window. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Day two, he goes and does a little recon work of uh, Boyd's house. 
because I guess he just knows everything, whatever. He shows up, and he's, like, scoping out the arms dealer and, and uh, uh, Roland. They're sure. having their morning shit fest with each other. You suck at living, boy. Yeah, yeah. you suck at being a dad, yep. dad. Pass the bananas. Yep. <laughs> Fresh fruit. Thank you. That's I like the one. That's the thing I like about this movie is very health conscious. You uh-huh. can you can tell by you can tell by all of the uh, art direction and fresh fruit and all of these nice uh, bouquets that it was directed by someone who knew a lot about gardening. Right. <laughs> so he follows the boys, the pack, into town, and they're uh, they're doing their local hassling the one black guy in town routine, and he's like, uh, uh-uh, not on my watch, dudes. This is the scene. From shot to shot, same opening shot from fire down below, except they took the fight out of it. <laughs> right. Well, when you get a look at Radical Jack, you don't want to have a fight. No, you don't want to touch es- that hair. Especially, <laughs> especially if you're the local tough who is forever going to be known as a Asahi guy. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go fuck some shit up. And I love Japanese beer. <laughs> It's good. I don't drink Miller Lite. No. I only drink Asahi. Seriously, guys, if you tried it, it's very good. I got this t-shirt for free because I drink so much. I, the amazing thing about this guy is, you know, obviously we watch a lot of riff tracks. Uh, yeah. And that's his name. Like, anytime he's in a movie, Mike J. Nelson is like, hey, there's Asahi guy. Asahi guy. Whether he's wearing an Asahi shirt or not, that's just Excellent. who he is for now, for the rest of time. Well, it was one of the most peculiar wardrobe decisions, <laughs> and if it's product placement, it's bad. Small town, white trash, tough guy. Racist. We got $25,000 from Asahi. We just need to put this shirt on somebody. Not him. <laughs> put it on Billy Ray when he's behind the bar. It'll make some sense. Right. Uh, so he kicks them out. They're like, fuck off, dude. Get out of here. And he's like, I won't. I'm radical. And they're like, oh, shit, you are. Let's go to the bar with Roland where his ex-girlfriend works. And you now work. Like, sure. Let's all hang out at this one place where we know a standoff is going to happen at some point. Uh-huh. Well, you know, every time we go to the bar when it's open, uh-huh. it's packed. Yeah. There's nothing to do in Hope wherever town this is. Right. There probably isn't. It's no. like, God, I hope I see some fresh meat when I go to the, the bar. Well, that's why the uh, the waitresses are just like. Uh, yeah, whoever the bartenders, I've already forgotten his name, but he's done a good job rounding up some uh, good talent. Yeah, the ladies. If this was like, a, you know, I'm what do you think? 1500 people in this town? Probably. So uh, if that's the waiting staff at the local bar, he's done very well. <laughs> he got the two hot ladies. Yeah, he had to. She had to bring them in from another town, a larger <laughs> one. Imported hot ladies. Yeah, imported hot ladies. And the sheriff sits down with Roland. He's like, "Hey, man, uh, here's the deal. I can't do this anymore. I'm on the take. You're paying me to keep quiet. I'm still gonna do that. I don't. I want you to know. I'm gonna not tell anybody about what you're doing." But you're just not going to pay me anymore. Yeah, this is an odd decision by this guy. Okay. And it seems like a pretty good deal for Roland. Like, okay, I trust you now when I'm paying you. Yeah. Uh, now that you're free, 
I should still, in theory, trust you the same, uh, and I don't have to pay you on the side anymore. Plus, you... Good deal. He did tell his wife something that apparently everyone in town already knows. Right. Uh, Including the CIA. And the bartender. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody knows that Roland's dirty. Yeah. Uh, He's like... Roland's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to have to take care of that for you. Uh-huh. So day three comes along. The sheriff leaves for work in his not police car. It's a, uh, I believe it's a celebrity wagon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you get a police car in a small town. Like, you just drive the yeah. Bronco home. That's no, what this... everybody else does. Right. If you got a squad car, you take it home. Yeah. This is a mid-sized station wagon. You know why he's driving it? So they can fuck it up? Yeah. Yeah. That was the chittiest car they could get a hold of, I think. Yeah, the the boys, Asahi boy and uh, the rest of the crew, run him off the road and then cover him in gasoline and push him off a cliff, light him on fire. Yeah. The sheriff. And then throw a rock on top of it (laughs) just to be dicks. Fuck you, sheriff. Also, Asahi rules. And Asahi guy now has on a black t-shirt that he has cut with a very dull pair of scissors. <laughs> He's now gone to Neil Breen's closet. Yes. Yeah. Well, later that day, the deputy, who is now the sheriff. He's already, he he's, he knows, so he's like, oh, we're not going to find the sheriff. So I'm the sheriff now. Yeah, that's how that works. No one's going to really ask too many questions when I'm investigating the disappearance of the sheriff, but I've already kind of taken his job. And also, we're supposed to vote in the sheriff. Yeah. Uh, I've just usurped that position. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm the sheriff now. Answer to me, except for this guy is such a douche, like bad, tough guy, because his he, he would be like, I'm the sheriff now. Whoa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like he if, sucks. He's a <laughs> young Jeff guy. Sessions. <laughs> yeah, he's like a young Jeff Sessions. He's he's a Keebler elf. Uh-huh. He's too cute. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I wouldn't call him cute. He's just so precious. Just look at him. He's just a little guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he's bad cast. Uh, so he stops by the sheriff's wife's, well, the sheriff's house, I guess, and uh, he's like, hey, sheriff's wife that's like you see the what the old sheriff that gets burned alive in his shitty car who seems like a small town sheriff uh yeah and he drives a shitty car and you're like okay so what do we think this guy's got like a fucking 15 inch dick or something like that right because his (laughs) wife is way out of his league and she's there for one reason to take her shirt off right show us these boobs that i guess dd charges extra yeah yeah, the guy is like, hey, uh, so funny story. I'm the sheriff now. Um, your husband quit being on the take, and that was a bad mistake. Uh, so why don't we go upstairs where you can have a fake orgasm? I'm rhyming everything. Oh, yeah? Intentionally. That helps. Uh, yeah, so he takes her upstairs and bones her and then shoots her in the face. Yeah. Well, she's like, maybe we can work something out. And she starts taking off her clothes, and he's like, yeah, we can work something out. I'm totally going to pound town, and then I'm going to shoot you in the face. I, yeah, and then the state police show up. Like, what happened here? And he's like, well, bunch of drugs in there. Looks like the sheriff shot his wife with my gun, boned her with my dick, and then put the sheriff badge on my collar, <laughs> and he's on the loose. We got to find him. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's about the extent of it. That's, that's kind of what it seems like what's happening. Nobody ever does. Nobody goes out, looks for the sheriff. No. It just isn't a concern anymore. It's kind of like the old man at the uh, general store. We never see him again. That's true. Yeah. And we never hear about the sheriff and his wife again. So Jack is uh, staking out the bad guy's warehouse. They've just got a bad guy warehouse where they keep all their guns and stuff. And uh, he learns that the the, the, the Roland and, and dad have a, a big deal coming. That Riotti is going to broker a, a giant deal. and He's going to buy a bunch of stuff from him. So he's like, mm, I just need to bide my time to be yeah. super radical. I'll just keep working at this bar until that happens. Maybe I'll build a box on the outside of the building that doesn't have any openings it, yeah he goes to the bar and just builds this big red dumb thing and you know why this happens so that he can dump water in his face yeah it's sexy it's this is sexy construction yeah he's dripping sweat and he's got a saw slow motion yeah. cutting oh yeah board falls off Ooh, yeah. symbolism of my jealousy of his Flowing locks. I guess. Then he dumps water all over his face rather than drinking it. Yeah, oh, he pours some of it in his mouth, like sexy time. Yeah, and it pans down to his nipples. And it looks like he <laughs> could be building maybe like a small shed thing, but there's no openings in it. Right. And then the only place that could possibly be a swing opening, he nails shut with an additional two by four. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think construction's in his forte. No, I don't know. I thought it was a trash receptacle. But you can't, can't get anything in it. Okay. Yeah, that, that kind of kills shut. my theory there. What do you think it is? Uh, a box that you can't get into. <laughs> <laughs> He's killed the town hooker and put her in there. It's his hidey hole, but he can't get, he into, can't it. get into it. He's like, <laughs> like the bartender's like, or the owner of the bar's like, what, what you got going on there, Jack? He's like, yeah, I just built this shed. It's my safe space. I like to crawl into it. How do you get in there? You can't. That's why it's safe. Oh. Huh. I forgot about that part. So it's so safe you can't get into it? Yep. Yep. That's pretty safe, Jack. <laughs> You're right. Let's go have a walk and talk. Yeah, and then they do. They're like, well, walk with me. Yeah, come on. Um. So they walk around the edge of the building, and then the, the owner's like, all right, good talk, and he leaves, and then Jack's like, well, I guess I have to walk back with you because we came from the same place and there was no reason Why for us to go over here. we come over here? So that they could, you know, hey, you're a lifer. You're always going to be military. You know, I think the old man was trying to, like, show him up. Mm. Like, I know about you and I probably got more rank than you do. And he was kind of, you know, like, throwing that vibe out there. And then I can see the way you build safe boxes that you can't get into. Uh-huh. And the power of your mullet and your barbed wire tattoo, that you're clearly military. <laughs> it's a It was a test. He's like, walk with me. And if you do, he's pretty sure you're an idiot. <laughs> he's like, you just built a box that doesn't have an opening. You want to take a walk to the wrong side of the building for no reason? Sure. All right. Um, you know, I'm going to give you a raise to $5 an hour, Jack. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> also, you owe me this month's rents now. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. $325. And uh, your new bunk space is that little box you just <laughs> yeah. built that has no opening you in it. You sleep on top. Uh, so that night, he it's day three of this episode, mind you. That night, he goes to work and meets Dee Dee Pfeiffer for the first time. Her character's name is Kate, but we'll probably call her Dee Dee because it's fun sure. to say. Day three. Three. He meets Kate. 
Day three is a really full day. Yes, it the is. The sheriff dies. His wife gets shot. There's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Builds box, a box gets built. Meets some people. Yeah, and Roland's there. Yeah. At the bar tonight. And he's wanting to make some trouble. And he's like, I'm, I don't like how Kate's talking to that guy she works with. I'm married, question mark. Question mark. I don't know, but I'm going to go beat his ass. Uh-huh. Well, he's like, I want another shot. And then he won't let the waitress fill it up for him. I want he's him like, to do it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see this <laughs> shot glass from nowhere slide up and, and hit him in the hand. You're like perfectly into his hand. And he's like, oh, another point where the movie knows what it's doing, right. but then forgets like right after. <laughs> so he waters over where Jack has gone to the bathroom, taken a huge dump and comes out. He's like, bumps him in the shoulder. Hey, I don't like your kind coming around here. And we don't take kindly to those that work in bars and talk to my mistress. Yeah. Maybe. And then Jake, uh, Jack offers to shake his hand. Do you think he washed it? Oh, this no. is the, he actually just went in for the specific purpose of giving him the stink palm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He didn't even take a dump. He just put his hand up his butt. But yeah, <laughs> like it's not perfect. Cause I already dumped some old spice down my crack. Cause <laughs> I was out there building a box. <laughs> it gets smelly. But uh, it'll still work. So they take it outside where Radical Jack proceeds to just beat the shit out of Roland and Asahi guy. Like, it's not even a contest. Yeah, it's not a contest. But at the same time, like beating the shit is sort of a heavy handed way because he's sort of like pushing them away. He does punch him a number of times, but there's a lot of parrying and dodging and he pushing. He throws Asahi guy through a fucking car window, Sam. I he, would say that's getting the shit kicked yeah, out of him. He Asahi. didn't go through. He didn't go yeah. through, and the Asahi guy really jumped first, so he guides him <laughs> into the car windshield. Uh, yeah, Roland tries to murder him in front of the entire town. Yeah. It's like, I'll teach you a lesson. Me going to jail forever. <laughs> yeah, and afterwards, the sheriff comes in. He's like, I got two witnesses that say that Radical Jack attacked them. Uh, we've got the entire town. Yeah. Literally everyone. Except for the singer of the band who has passed out <laughs> in between songs because she's so wasted. Oh, yeah. That woman in the red shirt. It was like, mm, you are. I'm surprised you're standing. This is peaking for you, honey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've made it to Radical Jack. Everything else is downhill, downhill from, here. from here. And it was downhill on the way. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing's been, it's been odd how you can just constantly go downhill, <laughs> but you're, you've done it. So it's day three still, and now Dee Dee is in love with him. Uh huh. He beat up Roland. That's the only interaction in her life other than, ah, my name's Jack. He has had with her. And she says, oh, my God. And her friend is like, oh, she's got it bad for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's an idiot. They've known each other for maybe an hour. She's an idiot. Okay. So we, or you got to be, uh, like, her situation with Roland wasn't something for a smart girl to do. Oh, she would have been like, no, thanks. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, a, a, uh, a sharp one would have taken him for a couple of sweet vacations and then ditched town with some of his cash. Yeah, like, everybody oh. knows that that's what you do. Oh, she doesn't come back for her sweet job. Yeah. The life yeah. that oh, she's just, made. Let me, I'll just take your credit card into town for a day, thanks, and then you never see her again. It's maxed out and thrown in a dumpster somewhere. Yep. 
Instead, she's like, no, please beat me up regularly. All the time. Well, now she's latched on to Jack because in the water, the the janitor's closet, they, uh, she tries to put the moves on him by eating his neck. She sort of mouths the side of his head. Yeah. Yeah, it was awkward. It's super awkward. And he kind of has this look on his face like, don't laugh. Oh, you know, I think why she falls, why she falls for him so fast. Uh He's got a tribal tattoo on one of his arms. Yeah. She's like, what tribe are you in? (laughs) And he has no answer. Quest. Um, You are not in tribal quest. (laughs) Day four. Dun, dun. Jack listens to Boyd and Roland's conversation. Uh, eavesdrops on them using his equipment. <laughs> Is it a camping stove? It looks like the bottom of a camping stone per- stove pretending to be a satellite dish. Or, yeah, like the top of a camping light sort of hinged onto a small box. Right. High-tech stuff yeah. he's got here. Uh, anyways, he hears uh, them... Him making deals over the, the, okay, I already knew he was a gun dealer. Why am I even here? I'm just waiting for this whole thing to go down. It doesn't matter. Oh, he. this is uh, pro- plot relevant. Okay. He gives the date of the drop. Ah. So this is what he's there for, to receive this exact information, the date of when it's going to go down. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, meanwhile, the uh, ladies are out getting some sun on the back porch uh, and uh, discussing being in love with Radical Jack, the guy they met earlier yesterday. Yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday evening. Known him for about 12 hours now. And we find out that it's plot relevant that Becky has also dated Roland. Well, previously. It is a small town. You know, Roland is like. An electric piano. Everybody gets a chance to play on it. Nice. It's got a lot of synth. Ooh, that's not Phyllis. Oh, you cleaned that one up nice. Yep. <laughs> and saved. <laughs> so Roland follows Dee Dee into town. And then it's like, you stay away from Radical Jack. And she's like, you can't tell me what to do anymore, dude. We're It's over between us. And then he just beats the shit out of her in front of the general store in the middle of the day. Yeah. And then just leaves her there. Just leaves her there. And no one helps her. Nope. Because she has to make it back to her friend's house Becky. on her own. And when she gets back there, it seems like she hit something on the way down, too, because she's bleeding everywhere. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And Becky's like, where the fuck is the bear? Yeah. You and, stupid bitch. And, no wonder he beat you up in front of the general store. Goddamn can't do anything right. Send you for beer, you get the shit kicked out of you? What the fuck? Check out my tall butt underwear. Yeah, you're, you're, we're not, we can't be friends. Go somewhere else. You're bleeding <laughs> all over my fucking couch. Uh, can anybody name a single Becky from history or anything who is cool? No, not Rebecca. But Becky, I'm Becky. Oh, my God, Becky, look at her butt. That's about the coolest Becky in history. Mm. Becky's aren't very cool. No. I knew a Becky in high school. Bitch face. Yeah, yeah. Just go by Rebecca. Right Uh, now, Becky's like, 
I thought we were friends. <laughs> oh, no. We are. Go by Rebecca. Uh, so Jack is eavesdropping on the uh, boy paying the sheriff off to like go take <laughs> out Radical Jack. I don't know what he's he's eavesdropping in plain sight. Right, he's just over there. <laughs> yeah, they show Buck Flower talking to the sheriff, and he's like, "You heard of this Jack fella?" And then it does a rack focus to Jack in his jeep directly behind them. And the sheriff doesn't say, are you talking about the guy who's about 40 feet behind you? He's he's looking at us and he's got a camp stove. He's pointing a stove at you. (laughs) I I don't think he's a smart guy. He built a shed the other day that doesn't have an opening in it. Yeah, we don't need to worry about him. And then uh, Jack finds out about Dee Dee getting beat up from uh, Becky. And uh, so he visits Roland in the shop. He's going to kick his ass, but there's too many guys there. He he ends up getting beat up himself. Well, there were like 10 people there. Yeah. Uh I mean, nobody can beat up 10 people. Not even Radical Jack. Uh, Ben? Bruce Lee. Uh, Mike Danton and... uh, Mike Banning. Mike Banning definitely could. John Rambo. John Uh, Matrix again. John Matrix. James Uh, Bond. Uh, 10 guys, James Bond. I don't know about that one. He would no, because he'd have like a gadget just for that. Like yeah, that's smoke, true. Ninja smoke. Yeah, and then they all go down Throughout one by one. Watch. Oh yeah. yeah. Now there's a bunch of radical Jack radical question mark. Because mm. he doesn't even really throw a punch first. He's just like fuck, beat the hell out of me. Yeah, you guys got me. I'm gonna lay down. Just start kicking me. Hey, it, Roland's like, don't kill him. We'll worry about that later. Dun, dun, dun. He says to the viewer, we're not going to kill him, and I'm not sure why. We'll Keep address that the fuck out of in him. about 30 minutes. Yeah. So they dump him off at the bar. Day five. Dun, dun. The sheriff comes back, and he tells Boyd who Radical Jack is, that he is a CIA operative, the best of the best, uh, and is a gun smuggler detective yeah and he was missing in action in iraq yeah yeah but now he's back uh thank god he wasn't missing in action too that rat scene's hard to watch (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) uh we also find out that his his full name is jack joe raymond raymond no that's his real name but his fake name is Jack Joe Reynolds. Uh-huh. So he can be, even under his assumed name, he's Jack Joe Ray. Right. I'm um, Jack Joe Ray. That's such a dumb name. It's uh, the worst. <sighs> so he's hiding out at uh, D- at Becky's place with, with Dee Dee. She's uh, repairing his body. And by repairing, I mean uh, getting him some uh, milkshakes. <laughs> she, oh, that, that's weird. I don't know if we're there yet. She, she wakes up and he's like, I need you to give me something. Right. And she's like, oh, great. And she's probably expecting like, you know, some revengeifying equipment. Yeah. He's like, like time to go shopping. And she's like getting ready for it. And he's like, here's you go to the grocery store. Get me some health shakes. Some kale. It's kale, ginkgo, biloba. <laughs> um, you'll make my, do not get the one with the kelp. It makes my tum tum hurt. Oh, uh, thank you. And she's like. Oh. Health shakes? What the fuck? 
You're not radical. Radical Jack. You're a jackass. <laughs> uh, Roland goes into the bar and he's like, where is he? Where is she at? Here, fuck these glasses. He makes a fucking mess for no reason. Yeah, he just, his Asahi guy just starts yeah. fucking up glasses. <laughs> because there's not Asahi in them. Right, exactly. He's like, he's like smash. If there was Japanese beer in there, I would drink it, though. I, I do like it. If you have you had it, it is very good. I would like to patron this bar. I also think that they did the bar a huge favor by destroying the decaf po- coffee pot. Yeah, nice. I'm like, oh, that's the decaf one. Yeah, nobody wants decaf. So they're like, he's not here. We don't know where they are. They do a pretty good job of covering it up. And he's like, okay, well, she better not be with him because... That would suck for me. I guess. I'll kill her. Yeah. So he drives over to Becky's house and breaks in, and Jack's like, oh, shit. He, Roland's coming in. I'm not ready. I haven't drank my protein shake yet? He hasn't got his shake yet. So Radical Jack hides under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> this is really one of the more action-packed things he does in, in the entire movie is he hides under a bed. Radical Jack one day before the penultimate, or this is penultimate day. This, this is, is the day before day, yes. the climax of this film yeah. where he has to go in, kick a bunch mm-hmm. of ass, can't take down one guy. Yeah. J- yeah, That's the good way to put it. His penultimate action move is hiding under a bed. That is correct. Uh, just in his defense, his back was out. Mm-hmm. But uh, tomorrow it's going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, that's how it works, right? It just kind of slips Once back into he place. he gets that protein shake. Yeah. Actually, that's not going to do anything except give him a movement. Yeah, exactly. It's burn juice. He's like, oh, you're going to be action-packed again? He's like, no, but I did poop. Thank <laughs> you. She's like, God, you're a jackass. I haven't crapped since day three. <laughs> day. When I actually just went into the bathroom, gave yeah. myself the stink fist. Ooh, Yeah. Stink palm. Stink palm. Stink fist is totally something. No, he did. He, he probably <laughs> laid down a mean deuce in the uh, mean deuce in the laundry mat because just watching those denim roll over relaxes you, yeah. loosens you up. You yep. can take a huge turd after watching some denim roll over in a dryer <laughs> for thirty minutes. So Dee Dee comes back and she's like, "What's going on? Why are you under the bed? Just looking for the remote." <laughs> oh, radical. Genius. Also, I'm stuck. <laughs> i'm not radical did you get the shake i have to poo so becky leaves and then dd proceeds to attempt to make very weird love to him yeah which is like hey i know you just got the shit kicked out of you Uh and you're hurting real bad there's no pain medications do you want to hump yeah because as i know that when i've been sick and seriously ill and injured. That is the first thing I want I to want do. I want a person to climb on top of me. Yeah, uh-huh. and I want to try to get fucked. Yeah. Why not? Uh, can you start with my favorite move, kissing my bandages? <laughs> kissing my... There's a spot in this my where I see it. Love. And I noticed... The way, this is where you notice how high he wears his pants, and you're like, <laughs> whoa, buddy, that's up there. Is that his uh, little pajama bottoms are... In between his armpit and his waist, basically, uh-huh. that height. Uh-huh. And she goes down to, like, kiss his belly. She, like, removes the blanket, and her head in the shot stops, and, and you can just see her recognize, like, my God, he's wearing his pants tall. <laughs> like, 
Okay, and then she moves her head slowly up, and there's bandages. So she just says, fuck it, and starts I'm gonna start kissing him anyway. I'm going to kiss this gauze. Mm-hmm. Jesus. It's gross. It is strange. Uh, and he's like, no, no, I'm not ready. Here's the deal. I had a family. Uh, they got exploded at a sleepaway camp. He didn't even say that. He was like, I knew a guy. He was a bad guy. We had to make deals, and the government told him to, and I paid a half a price. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. What the fuck are you talking about? You're not even drinking your shake, you fucking asshole. <laughs> and he's like, but if you want to help me, get me up at 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> like, it, it's like the third time he's asked. Like, 7, 7 a.m. sharp. <laughs> that's the time. <laughs> Gotta get up at 7. Day six, lock and load. Yeah. With an alarm yeah, that's all she does is she's like 7 a.m yep i set the alarm for a you fucking asshole you're all ready to go uh roland uh goes and picks up riotti at the airport and uh takes him to the warehouse and then uh jack is already there he's sneaking yeah. around outside and stuff even though they've got pretty heavy security all over this place they don't see him they do some like Shots of him leaving after 7 a.m. where he's like gingerly carrying the bags. That's why seven. Uh-huh. So it's going to take him six hours to get down there moving at the speed he's going. <laughs> and the deal gets done. I guess they bought missiles. Huh. It seems like those are missiles. Surface to air missiles. Surface to air missiles. Okie dokie. Well. What you going to do with those? That's uh, this Buck Flowers character is a little bigger, bigger than I thought. Yeah. Big deal. He's got missiles. Okay. Well, there's going to be some, like, Chinese SKSs or something like that. Well, it's not light. It looks like a piece of PVC pipe. Yeah. and uh, It's not a missile. Launch. It's, n- it's some not Some bullshit blue crap on the top. Right. There's a sticker on it, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it did says, have a nice like, sticker. missile. <laughs> <laughs> In case you're wondering. And then Dee Dee pulls up, and she's like, hey, I know where Radical Jack is. And the sheriff is like, well, go on in. Go on to in. A, an illegal missile exchange. Yeah. Like something bad is about to happen, but it's fine that you go on in. Uh-huh. There. Yeah, go on in. Talk, talk to Roland. He's like, don't worry. She's with me. And the dad's going, I don't fucking care. We're making a deal here. Do you know how unprofessional you look, you little fucktard? This is why I can't give you the business. Yeah. This exactly. And your face is all fucked up now because you got your ass kicked by Radical Jack. Speaking of Radical Jack, he's now emerged with two grenades. Grenades. Like, what fucking plan was this? I'm going to blow okay. you guys up. Here's the plan. Thing. She's like, okay, you're going to go in there, light a couple explosions off, shoot up, clean everybody else up with like a, a submachine gun. He's like, okay, no, you're going to drive your tempo in there, uh-huh. and I'm going to walk out with two grenades. That'll and then, and then what, Jack? Well, that's that's the plan. Yeah, it'll take care of itself. Everything else just works out. Yeah. Sure enough, uh, it does sort of go that way. There's a big standoff uh, until Roland shoots his dad. Yep. Why did you do that? Because he knew at this point he was just fucked. He was not going to get the business. Why wouldn't you shoot Radical Jack, Jackie? Fuck that old man. He insulted me for the last time. Because uh, you could shoot him later you gotta shoot radical jack he's got grenades he has and he's the only one probably gonna blow up from it right because he didn't do a good job of like gaining the element of surprise with his grenades the uh asahi guy Uh 
is so unconcerned that he's remained seated. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh. All right, this is going to work out okay for us, I think. I'm just going to sit here. You know, I don't think it is because the first grenade that uh, Jack chucks is right into Asahi guy's <laughs> yes. hands. And he's like, whoop, boom. Oh. Why did I catch this? Exploded Asahi guy. Yeah, everybody else bails away from it. And he's he, like, he's I like, got it. I can catch anything. Oh, wait a second. It's a grenade. This is not delicious Japanese beer. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, and then Roland grabs Dee Dee. They eventually tussle, and she kicks him in the beanbag and runs over and grabs a gun. There's a big shootout until Roland shoots Jack in the shoulder. Yeah. And then Dee Dee blows Roland away. Yeah. Okay. And we see Jack put three guns on him before he goes in. Uh-huh. It doesn't pay off the dual wielding that it, it waves in front of your face with these twin nickel-plated... 45s right. that he uses one at a time poorly. Uh, and then you know that he's got another gun on him. And uh, so he drops one of them. So you know Jack still has two guns. Roland, before he gets shot by D.D. Pfeiffer, is just monologuing. And he's Jack is just watching. Uh-huh. Like, just shoot him. Just Do shoot something. Him. You're just, just shoot him. You are not radical. Right. <sighs> Riotti grabs D.D., Dee Dee, though, and... He's got her held hostage, and uh, Jack's like, you're dead. And he's like, oh, yeah, can a dead guy do this? And then licks the sight of Dee Dee's face. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Jack but shoots him in the temple. Yeah, he says no, but the guy clearly licked her face. Right. Can so, a dead guy do this? She's pissed. Nope. As I would be also. Really? You let that fucker lick me, and then you shot yeah. him? Yeah, yeah, you jerk. Grody. The CIA come in. Yeah. And uh, they're like, hey, here's the deal. Uh, we like to keep things nice and tidy. That's why we killed your family. It was always me. You sons of bitches. Yep. Yep. And they kill. They finished killing off the dad. Yeah. They, yeah. They uh, kill Boyd. And uh, they're going to kill Jack and Dee Dee because they like to keep things neat and tidy. Neat and tidy. But then she kills all of them. Yeah. She takes Jack's last gun. That's his. And shoots all the CIA guys. Uh-huh. Four of them. Yep. And he's turning her around as she's shooting. Yeah. I think he's just holding on for dear life. I think so, too. Because at this point, you realize that Radical Jack is actually Dee Dee Pfeiffer. Right. That is indeed correct. Because uh, the next thing that happens is they ride off into the sunset. Happy forever, I guess. But uh-huh. not really. Uh, who is the top guy that is the part of the film? Or that, that is part of the plot of the film that he kills. Riotti. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. He does kill Riotti. But Riotti only has a fucking knife and a tongue. Right, and he's only in the movie for five minutes. Five minutes. Below him, the top guy that... A sahi guy. Is a sahi guy that Jack takes down. And it's only because he's stupid enough to catch the grenade. (laughs) Action Jack is not action. He sucks. Roland kills his dad. Yeah. For the most part. Dee Dee kills everybody Roland else and the CIA guys. Yeah. So this is what I was thinking. They probably wanted to have a toy line. Okay. But then they watched the movie and they were like, oh, nobody's going to want to play with Action Jack. Radical Jack. Radical Jack. They're going to just want to play with Dee Dee. Yeah. 
Not in the, when they Who doesn't, to, if you know what I mean? Uh-huh. I will <laughs> motorboat the shit out of that. So my first question is, do they go to Guantanamo now? I would think so. Are they going to federal penalty in the ass prison for the rest of eternity or executed? However, that works for murdering four CIA guys. Because there's no real evidence to prove that they were crooked because they're all dead. They're all dead. Uh, the bullets inside of them are radical jacks. Sure. Uh, and I'm pretty sure everybody knew in town what was going on because they don't even like bother cleaning up the bodies. They just go on a pleasure ride in nope. a jeep. See you later. I don't think they end up in Guantanamo. Okay. Okay, then. Because he is so radical. radical they, it took them five years to find him. Actually, they hid under the bed again. And the CIA <laughs> couldn't find him. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Let's say they don't go to Guantanamo Bay. How long does this relationship last? Two weeks. I think so. I think that's a good number. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't see this one working out. No, I think she's a little too randy for him. Mm -hmm. Jackie? What was his best outfit? Mm. It's pretty much the same thing the whole time, isn't it? Yeah. Like no, the, he's biker guy. Oh, yeah, yeah that's gonna, right. And then he's business guy. suit guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's the two, town drifter guy, denim drifter guy. Mm-hmm. Which there's also the, like when he wears the black hat, he's got a sleeveless tee with a sleeveless button up. Yeah. that's. I think that's my favorite is the hat and the double sleeveless. I'm going with biker guy. Okay. It establishes him as clearly being super tough. Yeah. Billy Ray Cyrus. Tough guy. Uh, I am going with suit guy. Okay. Oh. Yeah. The, the the business everywhere yeah. except for that wild party. Yep. In right the back, back of his head. So is this just how the CIA operates? Do they just kill whoever gets done with the job? Like, hey, good job cleaning up the bathroom today, Greg. Time to retire. Blam, yep. blam. Well, they can't be paying out those pensions. You and I both know that. Why do they kill him? Why do that? Like, sure, whatever you've got, like, all these bad things that you've done to him, yeah. just don't tell him. Exactly. Like, neat and tidy was hanging out outside for a minute, letting them walk off. Uh huh. Using them again. That's what the CIA really does. They use these people until they kill themselves somehow. Right. Or get themselves killed. Uh, this is not a good operation no. that they're running there. I, I think we've answered my big question. Okay. Is he radical? No. 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 Very not radical. It should have been called Radical DD. <laughs> it should have been called Mediocre Jack. Yeah, or... I can do some stuff, Jack. Slow-moving Jack. Toe-walking Jack. I'll get around to it at some point, Jack. I'll get around... <laughs> I will fix the box that doesn't open, Jack. <laughs> Could you go to the hell store for me? Yeah. Jack? Jack. <laughs> Jack. I'm gonna, and it's not even, could you right. go to the grocery store? It's, do you have a Whole Foods store here? Yeah. So that I can have my bowel movement shakes. So he's basically regular Jack. <laughs> regular Jack. He's very regular with his movements. Final recommendation, guys. Do. I think this is, well, not just saying do, but like this is one of those special bad movies this is like a this is 
This is one that everyone should see. It is fucking terrible. Oh, it's so dumb. I in total do. It's I, super, I it. super entertaining. Yeah, I love this movie. It's the movie is radical. Yes. Yeah. The Jack, Jack is not. Is not. <laughs> uh, it's currently streaming on Amazon Prime, so go check it out uh, for free with or without Rift Tracks. Of yeah. course, we've done both. I recommend watching it by itself first. Yeah. And then watching it with the Rift. Like, get what you think out there and then, uh, you know, see which jokes you missed on your own that the Rift Tracks guys picked up right, on. Right. Right. See, because I, I haven't seen the Rift Tracks one. Oh, there you go. Maybe that's something you're going to have to address at some point. I'll do it tonight. I'll wow. do it next. All right. Uh, we've got some stream do's and don'ts, starting with one I watched solo, uh, recommended to me by the writer and producer of the film uh, via Facebook. Uh, it's called Unquenchable Thirst for Boner Juice. Oh. On Amazon Prime. Well, at least it doesn't leave you guessing with what you're going to end up with. Yeah. Jackie watched some of this. <sighs> she had to abort. Yeah, when the prisoner lady who was dressed in, I think it was supposed to be a slave girl bikini look, uh-huh. but it wasn't. Futuristic slave girl bikini look, sure. Yeah, gets off of her prison cot and steps into a five-gallon bucket of poo, and the bucket is labeled poo, poop, mm-hmm. and she pulls her foot out, and I'm like, you know what? No, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit. I yeah. just watched a worm crawl out of somebody's butt. Uh, a flying penis uh-huh. uh, that I think was supposed to be a dragonfly, but I wasn't really sure. Uh, he's on mushrooms. It's, okay. it's a hallucination. Uh, yeah, like the best part was the bitch in the front of it who was like, I'm leaving you. And the one with the fake tan. Uh-huh, and she just kept crushing beer bottles all over the place. That was funny. Yeah, I liked that character. And then after that, it... No. Here's what this movie is. is it is the grossest movie that has ever been made. I believe that that was what they were shooting for. I believe that that is what they achieved. Yeah. Uh, it is, if, if you guys have ever heard, uh, watched a ton of South Park, you'll remember the tale of Scrody McBooger balls. <laughs> 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 when the boys decide to write the most vulgar, crude, juvenile, disgusting, fiction novel that has ever been written and they do that and it becomes like this war it's like to kill a mockingbird like people are just obsessed with it while barfing constantly because it's so gross that is what has happened here uh mashed up with a little bit of cannibal the musical it is super over the top disgusting Mm -hmm. uh and i applaud them for that but i cannot in good conscience give it a do because it is just too gross unless you want to see the grossest movie that's ever been made uh, I will also compliment them. Uh, these guys did this movie on a, on a very slim budget. Uh, the, uh, the producer said that they were in between $2,000 to $2,500, including marketing. Uh, that's amazing because this film does look fantastic. Yeah, the film does look good, and the audio was really good. Yeah, no, they put together a real goddamn production. Uh, the production design is good. Uh, the sound editing... Uh, special effects. Uh, there's like three claymation scenes that like that's very arduous labor to do. Uh, and they busted their ass putting this thing together. It's their first movie uh, released last year. Uh, I will be watching these guys. I think that they have it in them to make something spectacular, maybe along the lines of Turbo Kid. Because, uh, I mean, just a, a, a very lean and efficient Mm-hmm. production that they put together 
just incredibly over the top, sophomoric, and gross. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do not with some caveats. There are some people for this film. Next up, I watched uh, this by myself. Uh, on... What is this? The Justin do and yep, don't it session. Is. I was I had the flu this week, so I lost. I watched a lot of shitty movies. Um, I'm daily motion right now. You guys will be uh, curious about this one, starring Reb Brown. Oh, and mm. Shannon Tweed. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that they ever were they from huh. 1988. It's a film called The Firing Line. And it's essentially Red Brown is action guy mm-hmm. uh, because he is a big dude. Yeah, he's uh, a big guy. This is probably the best Red Brown movie that there is. Okay, um, that's not saying a lot. No, but uh, he's he's like he's like Commando, uh, very uh, elite military dude who flips to the side of the rebels he's supposed to be fighting against because of their noble cause. And that's what the movie's about. With sure. with the help of Shannon Tweed uh, being the blonde lady. And they just go around shooting people. Hmm. Uh, uh, I really don't have much to say mo- about it more than that, other than do. Yeah, it sounds like it's fun. Uh, it's not super fun. It, it, it I could see some people not loving it as much, like, uh, like Strike Commando's probably better. Uh, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. Like the, Red Brown is just such a doofus, and he's great. Yeah. So yeah, too. Last but not least, Sam and I watched this one today on Amazon Prime. Uh, forgive us for fucking up the title uh, because it is never spoken in the film. It's an Italian barbarian movie. Yes. Called Gunan, King of the Barbarians. But his name is Zartok. Zartok. In the movie, I think it's Zartok. Something like that. But he's, he's Zartok the Invincible. Uh-huh. Not Gunan, King of the Barbarians. Yeah. Gunan and... does not appear in this film. No. I This is the second time I've seen this somehow. Uh-huh. I, but I, I swear that the first time I saw it, it wasn't called Gunan. But it was the same movie. Uh, very generic barbarian plot. Uh, barbarians kill his family. Yeah. He's got to get revenge. The end. Except that they throw in this weird part where they're twins. Uh-huh. But then they kill off one of the twins almost immediately. Right. You're like, okay, why'd you even do that? And then... Because they had to make it slightly different from Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, I but guess. like very slightly. Yeah. And, uh, and he, infinite amounts more shitty. Once they do that, then they're like, you are Zartok, the Invincible. Uh-huh. And Zartok is as invincible as Jack is radical. He gets captured like 60 times. He gets hit with a log and goes down like a sack of fucking potatoes. <laughs> Some just like vagrant, like barbarian, like the equivalent of like bums beat him up and sack him <laughs> and uh, tie him to a tree. He escapes some like with the help of editing. Uh-huh. Uh Other barbarians kick his ass. He almost dies from getting shot by an arrow. He is just not He's invincible. He's beat up by a bunch of women. He's beat up. Well, the women have magic shields. They have magic shields. The other thing is, is that it's like they have this whole prophecy deal where when he, Zartok the Invincible shows up, we will be able to defeat the whoever's and then uh, freedom for all or some bullshit, right? Yeah. So Zartok goes to kill him and they're like, well, we should go help. Right. Like the whole prophecy, like they're not really doing a good job with. Their laws don't make sense. Uh, Zartok's in and out of banishment throughout the entire film. They bring in sex slaves for the men. He's, He's the only man. And only they're like, one. you can't have sex with the sex slave. I'm sorry. Uh, we were going to tell you you could, but you jumped the gun. Therefore, you're 
you're out of here. You're buster. banished. And then you're he's off like, of our beach. I want to fight somebody. And so he punches this lady over and they're like, all right, you're back in. Yeah. And uh, then he goes to kill the people that they're supposed to kill by himself. And they decide to help when they get there. They just use the magic shields and immediately kill them. Murder all the barbarians. All of them. Like they could have done that at any point in time. Not need Zartok the Invincible. Not he does nothing. He gets, did he punch a camel? No. No. Uh, Stupid. I don't even think there's any horses. Oh, there's horses at the beginning. Yeah, and, and I think it's from a different movie though. Yeah, it might be. This movie stinks. Yeah. It, it, this should be in the bottom IMDb 100, I think. But, it's real uh, bad. Man, I enjoyed the shit out. Oh yeah, of it. I've seen it twice now. It was a lot of fun. Uh, this is it, like. I don't know how you make a barbarian movie worse than this. I mean, like, I think Ator is a better quality film than this. Uh, he's a better hero somehow. Yeah, exactly. Because Ator's about as radical as Jack is, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give it a do for sure. Yeah, definitely a do on that one. Uh, next week is Samuel's pick. Uh, what do you What do you think you got lined up there, Samuel boy? Did I say I was going to do Space Jam last night? Oh, God, I hope you didn't. I think I no, did. No, no, you didn't say that at all. You've never said that. Why would you ever say that? No, that's... Uh, you said, I will never choose Space Jam. That's I what you said. I'm pretty sure I think I got drunk and, and you made like this, you were going to throw up in your own mouth face, so that makes me want to do Space Jam next week. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, that's got to be something. Uh, enjoy your week, fans, uh, and get to the chop. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening, and get to the chopper.